Hello, my name is Gianna Labiento, and I am making this podcast to discuss the after effects of having COVID-19. As a person who recently had COVID-19, I was interested in this topic because I wanted to find out if there are any prolonged issues caused by COVID. A main issue that has been seen in COVID-19 patients is immune dysfunction. A scientific investigation was described in the article Immune Dysfunction Following COVID-19 to determine the immune discrepancies following the disease. This investigation collected data from 37 healthy people and 79 confirmed patients, which include 48 severe patients and 31 mild patients. These COVID-19 patients presented dysregulated immune response. Dysregulation in the immune system can lead to an unappropriated local and systemic immune responses, meaning they are unable to fully fight viruses or diseases. In this study, the researchers also looked at the multivariety logistic regression analysis, which showed that CD4 plus cell count, neutrophil to lymphocyte ratio, and D-dimer were risk factors for severe cases. Both CT score and clinical pulmonary infection score were associated with disease severity, which shows that those who had a more severe case of COVID-19 had more prolonged and drastic effects that could lead to more health concerns. To further look into the immune response to COVID in the article, The Immune System and COVID-19, Friend or Foe, the researchers looked at how the immune system is affected by the virus and how the immune system tries to respond to the virus. To answer those questions, the immune system responds via a cytokine storm and hyperinflammation, which in itself leads to multi-organ failure and damage which can cause death. This means the immune system damages other organs to try to combat the virus, which can cause prolonged organ dysfunction. Cytokines are molecules that allow your cells to talk to each other and are crucial for healthy immune system function. Too many cytokines, however, can have a negative effect and result in what is known as a cytokine storm. A cytokine storm leads to an increased amount of enzymes in the liver, heart, and kidneys, which causes a multi-organ failure. Another major health concern that has arose as an effect of COVID-19 is cardiac injury. In the article, COVID-19, Cardiac Injury, Implications for Long-Term Surveillance and Outcomes in Survivors, the authors research myocarditis from COVID. Myocarditis is inflammation of the heart muscle. Myocarditis from other viral pathogens can evolve into overt or subclinical myocardial dysfunction, and sudden death has been described in a convalescent phase of viral myocarditis. This raises concerns for patients recovering from COVID-19. Some post-COVID patients will have subclinical or overt cardiovascular abnormalities. Patients with recovered cardiac function may still be at risk of cardiomyopathy and cardioarrhythmias after having COVID-19. Cardiomyopathy is a disease of the heart muscle that makes it hard for your heart to pump blood to the rest of your body, which can lead to heart failure. And a cardiac cardiac arrhythmia 
is any abnormal heart rate or rhythm. These issues can further be enhanced due to COVID-19 and can lead to severe cardiac implications. Another key health concern that is an effect of COVID-19 is respiratory issues. In the article, Long-Term Respiratory Complications of COVID-19, the extent and severity of the respiratory issues pertaining to the infection will remain to be seen, but emerging data indicate that many patients experience persistent respiratory symptoms months after the initial illness. The National Health Service in the UK published potential respiratory problems including chronic cough, fibrotic lung disease, bronchiotasis, and pulmonary vascular disease. The recently launched post-hospitalization COVID-19 study of 10,000 patients in the UK identifies the medical, psychological, and rehabilitation needs of patients admitted to the hospital with COVID-19 and helps provide a comprehensive picture of the long-term effects of the infection. The major lasting effects reported include fatigue, exercise intolerance, trouble breathing, and poor concentration. Persistent respiratory complications following COVID-19 may cause substantial population morbidity and optimal management remains unclear. New studies are being conducted to evaluate the complications following the virus. The respiratory issue most commonly described by studies following COVID-19 is pulmonary fibrosis. In the article, Understanding of COVID-19 Based on Current Evidence, the researchers found that the viral infection can, can increase the risk of pulmonary fibrosis. Therefore, pulmonary fibrosis may be one of the severe complications after patients recover from COVID-19 infections. The prevention of, of pulmonary fibrosis in patients who are recovered from COVID-19 infections is an issue that urgently needs to be addressed. According to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Research shows the prevalence of post-COVID-19 fibrosis and how it will become apparent in time, but the early analysis from the patients with COVID-19 on discharge from hospitals suggests a high rate of fibrotic lung function abnormalities. Overall, in their study, 47% of patients had impaired gas transfer and 25% had reduced total lung capacity. This was much worse in patients with the more severe cases. Until more data is available on the subject of COVID-19, it is important to draw on the experience of previous coronavirus outbreaks. According to Pulmonary Fibrosis Foundation, pulmonary fibrosis is scar tissue that accumulates on the lung tissue and over time can destroy the normal lung, making it harder for oxygen to get into the blood cells. Pulmonary fibrosis treatment strategies are highly individualized based upon your own specific medical history and other important conditions. A way to address the acute pulmonary dysfunction, which can be a withstanding effect of COVID-19, is pulmonary rehabilitation. In the article, Pulmonary Rehabilitation for Patients with Coronavirus Disease 2019 by Lulu Yang, the authors explained how crucial pulmonary rehabilitation 
rehabilitation is for both admitted and discharged patients. According to the data released by the National Health Commission, although more than 84,000 patients have been diagnosed with COVID-19, over 78,000 patients have now recovered and have been discharged. The issue is that these discharged patients still suffer from various degrees of respiratory, physical, and psychological dysfunction, and pulmonary rehabilitation is important for future health of the discharged patients. Some patients can develop acute myocardial and kidney injuries. The latest pathological reports indicate that predominant pathological changes in early and late-stage patients are diffuse lung injuries, although some patients also suffer from intraalveolar fibrinous exudate and pulmonary interstitial fibrosis. After discovering the positive effect of pulmonary rehabilitation, guidelines for patients with COVID-19 have been published in China to strengthen the pulmonary rehabilitation of admitted patients and follow-up and health management of discharged patients, which helps the patients to recover and return to society more promptly and safely. The guidelines first include the short-term goal of pulmonary rehabilitation, which is to alleviate dyspnea and relieve anxiety and depression, and the long-term goal is to preserve the patient's function to the maximum extent improve the patient's quality of life, and facilitate the return to society. Next in the guideline was to perform comprehensive assessments that can then be combined with the patient's aerobic endurance and athletic ability to create an individualized and progressive rehabilitation prescription, which includes aerobic exercises, strength training, balance training, and other healthcare training. In the guideline, they put emphasis on that all rehabilitation should be carried out under the premise of safety and that for mild and moderate cases, rehabilitation interventions should be introduced as early as possible. Finally, concluding the guideline, it mentioned that evaluation and monitoring should be conducted throughout the pulmonary rehabilitation program. The post-COVID Uh, It is anticipated that COVID-19 may have a major impact on physical, cognitive, mental, and social health status, also in patients with mild disease presentation. Previous outbreaks of coronavirus have been associated with persistent pulmonary function impairment, muscle weakness, pain, fatigue, depression, anxiety, vocational problems, and reduced quality of life to various degrees. In the article, the Post-COVID-19 Functional Status Scale, a tool to measure functional status over time after COVID-19, the researchers consider the massive number of COVID-19 survivors that require a follow-up and an easy, reproducible instrument to identify those patients suffering from slow or incomplete recovery would help guide the use of medical resources and will also standardize research efforts. The optimal instrument for this purpose is an ordinal scale assessing the full range of functional limitations to capture the heterogeneity of post-COVID-19 outcomes. 
Ordinal scales rank patients in meaningful categories and do not differentiate between underlying causes to be general value. The proposed post-COVID-19 functional status scale could be, assess- could be assessed upon discharge from the hospital at another four and eight weeks post-discharge to monitor direct recovery. This PCFS scale is currently not validated and is, its usefulness will depend on the local conditions under which it is implemented. However, if implemented alongside existing outcomes, Dr. Cloak and Dr. Boone will be able to generate sufficient evidence to make formal conclusions on its use to guide post-COVID-19 care. As a final note, it is hard to fully understand and determine long-term effects due to COVID-19 because of how unfamiliar and new the virus is. However, researchers around the world are monitoring those who had the virus or had the virus and are learning more and more about the long-term effects on daily health.